and welcome to the Pac-Man Podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. I'm Ted Flint. On the BMG Network, there is so much to talk about always, and I'm so far behind for whatever reason. We didn't get to a show last week, the early part of the week, and I got stuff, just a stack of stuff here piling up, so I'm just going to be jumping around, going uh, from one thing to the next. There's no uh, rhyme or reason to it. It's a couple of things I've been wanting to talk about. Tucker Carlson, it's Fox has lost a billion dollars since getting rid of Carlson. I don't know the conditions by which he was uh, let go. I mean, you know, it could have been a business decision. I've heard that, perhaps. But, you know, as a friend of mine, we were talking about this at work, a co-worker, he said, you know, look at the people Carlson's been interviewing over the past few weeks. Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Bobby Kennedy Jr. I mean, he spoke out, Carlson, against the folly that is January 6th, against COVID uh, protocols, Big Pharma, the deep state, election fraud, Russian collusion, the Ukrainian war, and our our interference in it, and a number of other things that just rubbed certain people the wrong way. That's why I think he's gone. Could have been a business decision. Could have been over the uh, Dominion voting uh, business. But I, you know, I, I suspect it's because he's on to the nonsense and the just absolute leftist propaganda and the control that the left wing has over this country. And, you know, to have Joe Biden sitting in the Oval Office is a travesty. You know, he announced his, uh, his intentions to run again recently. And I know you've seen it or heard it. I mean, I just can't believe what I, I, I look at this guy. I listen to him as much as I can, as much as I can stand it. And I can't believe he's president. You know, he's talking about finishing the job. He's, he'll finish the job all right. He's trying to finish off America. And he blames everything on MAGA extremists. And he claimed that people who support Donald Trump want to cut Social Security that we've paid into for our entire lives. He's, you know, he's saying that MAGA people want to cut taxes for the very wealthy. I mean, how many MAGA people are very wealthy? Not a lot. Most of them are working class people. We don't want to ban books. We don't tell people whom they can love. I mean, we don't make it more difficult for black people to vote. I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of lies. Carlson would point it out in his own inimitable way. And of course, I, you know, that's, I think, why he, got, why he got let go. But I'm all over the place here. It, it all kind of ties together. We're up against it. We're up against a, 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 an administration that is anti-American. Frankly, these people are flat-out communists. And they have no... He talks about the battle... Biden now, talking about the battle for the soul of America. He and his ilk have no soul. They're the book banners, by the way. They're the people who want to make voting more difficult for certain people. All right, the uh, the Democrats, are, I, I think, are in some trouble. I hope, I hope they're in trouble. If they're not in trouble, we're in trouble. Excessive government spending, starting with the American Rescue Plan two years ago, is what spurred inflation. And it's caused a lot of hardship for American households. Now, I was on the receiving end of, we got $250 a month per child under the age of 17. I have three under the age of 17. But the money they they gave to us during those COVID months, they've taken away in inflation. Inflation was over 9% at one point. It's still over 6 And people say it's coming down. It's manageable. The people saying that don't have to worry about it. Just go to the grocery store. It's not manageable. If you, li- if you, you know, have one income and you have more than one child, it's very, very difficult to manage. What the government gives with one hand, it takes away with the other. 
I'm looking at a piece here from Real Clear Politics, and they say, and they're correct, the left credits the Inflation Reduction Act for slowing inf- inflation, but instead it was a climate bill dressed up as price relief, shelling out an average of more than $58,000 for an electric car is an afterthought for coastal elites with comfortable six-figure incomes. But it's out of reach for many U.S. households, including this one. If you're struggling, most Americans are struggling. The Biden EV push is just another let-them-eat-cake policy. Well, you know something? I don't like cake. We're not going to eat cake, especially cake served up by the federal government. Let them eat cake. Unbelievable. And speaking of the, uh, the, the cost of energy... As that piece, part of it mentioned, National Grid, I was reading uh, this week, is proposing a, a hefty 17% rate hike for New York customers because of the, the climate policies that are being enacted at the state level in Albany. And they're blaming inflation, and cer- certainly inflation plays a role in it. Two million National Grid customers could be seeing a big rate increase. Every year you hear this because they're pushing to get more green adopted in our laws. And of course, utility companies, all companies, they pass on the extra costs to to their uh, customers. Every business does it. They're not going to lose money. Most of this is affecting downstate people, Long Island people, but it's going to, it's going to creep upstate. You can bet on it. Anyway, uh, let's see. There's the, uh, this bit uh, last week, the Navy using a non-binary drag queen sailor to recruit People for the Navy, are they that hard up for young people, young men to join the Navy? I know women join the military nowadays. I don't I don't like it. I don't think it's I don't think it's a good thing. But the Navy's trying to boost its sagging recruitment numbers among people who you'd want in the Navy, in the armed forces, ages 18 to 29. They're using a drag queen sailor, basically a homosexual. He identifies as non-binary. He's a digital ambassador to broaden the Navy's reach of potential recruits through digital and social media platforms. This third-class Joshua Kelly, born a man, still a man, his stage name is Harpy Daniels, announced in November in an Instagram post that he, uh, he refers to himself as she, was hired as the first of four digital ambassadors. I'll just read you his quote here. This is, are we in the end times or what? From joining in 2016... And being able to share my drag experience on my off time with my fellow sailors has been a blessing, is what Kelly wrote. He has more than 60,000 followers on TikTok, more than 8,000 on Instagram. This experience, he wrote, has brought me so much strength, courage, and ambition to continue being an advocate and representation of queer sailors. He said it, but he said it, not me. He's queer. 24 years old, a native of Berwick, Pennsylvania. The Navy's having a hard time, I guess, finding recruits. This is how to attract the best and brightest? Uh, not not to my way of thinking. I don't know about yours. I was reading another piece. I'm skipping uh, you know, into another topic here. Last minute turn of events in Texas, of all places. There's a bill that would raise the minimum wage to purchase an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle. The age currently is 18. It's going to raise it from 21. It passed out of a House committee Monday of this week. So it advances uh, to the full House. The measure will advance uh, before a key deadline. And they used a lot of these victims, the the families of of the victims of the Uvalde shooting, 
And uh, so they were crying. And, you know, look, I, 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 my heart goes out to these people. I mean, they suffered the ultimate loss. They were cheering and crying in the Capitol uh, in Texas uh, Monday of this week. Two Republicans joined all the Democrats on the committee to advance a bill by an eight to five vote. See, that's the problem we're facing. Republicans who are really rhinos, Republicans in name only. They're not really Republicans in the traditional sense. They're more Democrat. And this one woman, they lost her 10-year-old daughter uh, on uh, Uvalde on May 24th of last year. And they used all these victims to get this, this bill out of committee. It's probably going to pass the, the the full house in Texas. Whether it can pass the Senate is another matter. And of course, the, the governor, uh, Greg Abbott, I, I don't think he would sign that bill. And, it, and I'm looking at this piece here, and it's talking about the tears and the emotion involved in this. And that's what this is all about. They're playing on people's emotions. I mean, it's an, a, just an, a tragic thing that would happen in Texas at Uvalde last May. But the victims' relatives, they've been advocating for this for, for months. They came to the Capitol. One, one of the women who lost a daughter said, I'm, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, very emotional. It's all about emotion. Now, I, it's understandable why they're emotional, but the left is using these people to pass these anti-gun laws. And, you know, they keep referring to the gunman uh, who purchased an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle. The AR-15 is the most popular selling rifle in America. They can try to ban it, but there are already millions in the population. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know, they're, uh, again, skipping uh, to another topic here. We have a couple of minutes left. From one of my favorite sections in the New York Post, I love the New York Post. I think it's the best newspaper in the country. They have a section called Fast Takes. They uh, highlight certain stories and issues around the country. This is from San Francisco. Studies show that the San Francisco Unified School District their policy of delaying Algebra 1 until ninth grade and detracking kids in math has failed to produce equity among black and Hispanic students as it was intended to do. That's according to the City Journal. Not only did the policy fail to change racial enrollment patterns in AP math courses, it impeded kids, including minorities, who needed to complete prerequisites to take AP calculus before graduating. Yet California is seriously considering adopting uh, the SFUSD's math curriculum for the rest of the state. And if it does, you know the old adage, uh, as California goes, so goes the nation. So critics of the San Francisco Unified School District policy say expanding it would exacerbate inequality by reducing access to the skills needed for social advancement and thus cripple the country's economic competitiveness. That's what the left wants to do. They want to cripple our competitiveness. And this DEI movement, uh, diversity, equity, and and inclusion is, uh, I mean, it's already here. It's already entrenched in in the public school system, not just in California, especially here in New York State. The uh, State Board of Regents is pushing it. They're pushing schools to adopt the DEI policies. And it's one thing I think we have to fight against at every level especially our local school districts. What can we do? You've got to get involved with your local district, as I'm doing. See what they're teaching the kids and speak out against it. There are a lot of parents' rights uh, elections for the school boards around the country going on this week and next week. Parents are taking finally taking notice of what, what their kids have been learning and who's been teaching them. And it's about time we change things. 
because the left is getting at young minds at a you know at a younger and younger age, and they are indoctrinating our young people with leftist ideology and a leftist worldview. And it's not going to happen to my kids. I can say they can they can think they're going to try to imbue my kids or indoctrinate them with a certain worldview, but they're they're not going to. Don't let them do it to your kids. You pay the bills. You pay property taxes. You support your local school district. You decide what your kids learn, not the state, not your local, you know, superintendent of schools or your local administration. You decide. Ultimately, you have the final say. Remember that. All right, we've got to go. Again, if you uh, like the program, hit like, hit subscribe, and because we need subscribers, and share with your friends on social media. Thanks for tuning us in. And check out all the fine programming we have for you on the BMG Network. We do this show at least once a week. We have some other fine podcasters up there, including my daughter. i got to plug my daughter, Madeline. She is unbelievable. She is a dynamo. And she is on the dean's list again in college. And uh, she's in pre-med. And I'm so proud of her. My wife and I, we just we can't say enough good things about her. We're, we're blessed to have her and the other three children. Also, they're very gifted. And I know God is looking down on, on me and my family. And I hope he's doing the same to you and your family. Thank you very much, folks, for listening. And if the Lord wills it, we will talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune into the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint. Thank you.